Come, Holy Spirit, inhabit this place, these words, and our hearts, and all for God's glory. Amen. Every generous act of giving, every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father, the Mother of lights. Every gift that we receive, every generous thing that we do for others, they all come from God. Have you ever gotten or given the perfect gift? Oh, wow, thank you. That's perfect. How did you know? Perfect for me or perfect for them, for this time, for this occasion. And it's not so much the thing that we get or receive as it is the attention that was paid to choosing it. The genuine care and listening and the intimacy of the relationship that it demonstrates. A perfect gift showing us how valued and loved we are. So it is with God. God is generosity. Biblical scholar Peter Rhea Jones comments, To be generous is consonant with the nature of God. I'm reminded of our doxology. Praise God from, who, from whom all blessings flow. Praise God, all creatures here below. Praise him above, ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. We sing out our praise, recognizing what we proclaim when we receive the gifts at the altar. All things come of thee, O Lord, and of thine own have we given thee. Every generous act of giving, every perfect gift comes from God. In fact, they are God. God is generosity. Using the metaphor of light and shadow, James tells us that God's generous nature shines fully on everyone. There is no variation or shadow for some and full beams for others. Everyone gets the full blast of God's loving rays. When my family first moved to Eugene from the Oregon coast, we attended the Church of the Resurrection in South Eugene. Now, I remember a particular sermon there given by Deacon Marin Van. She shared with us the very astute observation of her two or three-year-old grandson, Max, who commented on his way to receive communion, we all get the same. Grandma, we all get the same. We all get the same. In the life and ministry of Jesus, we witness God's particular care and focus on those who have been forgotten, marginalized, and left out. Jesus' social ministry of caring for those without power or place in the world is the divine human example of God's generosity in action. And once we have heard this good news, been on the receiving end of this generosity when we have felt the love and value of being known by a God who created us for relationship, then we must act. As James says, we must be doers, not just hearers. We are called to re-gift, extending God's generosity to those around us, most especially to those who are hurting without hope and alone in our world. We've got to do more than just hear and nod our heads about helping others. 
And when we become doers who act, James tells us that we will be blessed. We will be blessed in our doing, blessed in our sharing, blessed in our newfound relationships, newly connected or reconnected to God and others. James' epistle, uh, the letter today, also talks about religion, religion that is pure and undefiled. I want to talk about the origin, one of the origins of this word religion. From the Latin ligare, to join or to link, from which we get our word ligaments. The ligaments are the connective tissue that attach and hold the bone structure together, and they provide stability. The re part is all about doing it again, reconnecting, rejoining, linking us back up again, both to God the Creator and to each other. In this sense, religion should reconnect us to God and to each other. And religion, in its purest form, should be all about caring for others, supporting, stabilizing, and holding them together. I don't really care for this word undefiled or unstained by the world. But what I believe James is trying to say here is that we are to be set apart from the values of the world, these values that, ra that run counter to God's generosity. We are not to be motivated, caught up, or bound by the world's values of power, wealth, and domination. We are never to place these over and above people and relationships. And we are to prize above all the dignity of every human being. This is the example that we see in the life and the ministry of Jesus. Last week, we had a double baptism, a first for me as a father and a son were baptized together. And those to be baptized and the parents and the godparents were called to a covenant, an agreement of a relationship between them and God. In the Episcopal Baptismal Covenant, we are called to proclaim by word and example the good news of God in Christ, to seek and serve Christ in all persons, to love our neighbors as ourselves, to strive for justice and peace among all people, and to respect the dignity of every human being. True religion, James tells us, cares for the orphan and the widow in their distress, for the most vulnerable among us. In our time, as in the past, this means valuing the community over the individual. For us, these days, it's getting vaccinated against COVID, wearing our masks, maintaining our distance, and putting up with some minor inconveniences to us that mean saving the lives of the most vulnerable today. This is true religion to take God's example of generosity in Jesus into our hearts, to act on it, to be doers and not just hearers, and then to be, to embody in ourselves God's loving generosity in the world. Amen.